another episode of Amalgam, a podcast all covering all things Marvel and DC. I'm your co-host Vivian here with Jasmine Page, ready to break down episode seven of WandaVision, breaking the fourth wall. It's a lot of breaks. Jasmine, how do we feel about breaking the fourth wall? Can you just say break one more time for me, please? I feel like uh, the word of the day, guys, break. I say guy because there's only one person watching right now are listening. Yes, the word of the day is break. So anytime you hear us say break, that is a shot. Uh, how do I feel about this episode? Uh, how do you form up wah wah into a word? Because um, exactly I've got two like right that. there. <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like I'm like the curmudgeon of this podcast. Like you're the bright sunshine and I'm the one that's like, are you fucking kidding me? The, the episode was great. I thought it was really cute. I just was it was lacking in anything interesting i guess and i and i honestly yeah. think that's our fault i i do um just we as marvel fans for go being in there so good at predictions a hundred percent a hundred percent our fault and that's a bummer that that you know we do all this research to try to find the mysteries of wandavision and ultimately we've crippled ourselves Exactly. And you know what? Last episode, I gave Jasmine shit for feeling this way. But this episode, I'm right there with her. I also feel the same. I don't know. It's like it's like we're crossing off a WandaVision bingo. I'm sure no one has ever said that before. But it just feels like we're crossing things off a checklist. Like, okay, predicted that. No, knew that. Someone else predicted this one. It's It's getting very... What's your free space? Ooh, what's my free space? Free space like is on, a hexagon. On, yeah, what's your free space on your bingo board? It just looks like a oh hexagon God, that's shape. That's too easy. That's it. Uh, that's, yeah, there you go. Everything's cool. too easy. We saw that this time in a bed, so that was the first thing we saw. <laughs> um, I, I did bring up the bingo board. <clears throat> I did bring up the bingo board concept. I was talking with a friend last night um, because he didn't get to see the episode on Friday like a real fan. Uh, he waited till the next day like a, you know, loser. Uh, I kid if that if you did that I'm just, that's perfectly fine I guess uh, but anywho he watched it the next day and he felt the same way and this guy is an avid like read comic books uh, you know 300 comic books a day kind of a guy and he felt the exact same way he was very upset um, at the at the slow pace that WandaVision has taken you know especially because the House of M is such a big world you know to go from Wanda creating an entire new dimension to just a small town of you know, 3,000 in Kansas. It's it's such a small use of the, the potential of the House of M. So for comic book nerds, yeah, we're, we're a little disappointed in the possibilities of this. But at the end of the day, we have to remember this show isn't made just for us. Not only is it a Disney show, so you've already got that limitation. 
but it's made for people who don't know anything. It's like you're talking to an infant and you have to explain this massive concept to people who have never heard of, I mean, even Agnes. I mean, how many people really know about Agnes? Har- or, uh, yeah, Agnes. Agatha Harkness. Agatha. There you go. Yeah. And you yeah, it's, I that's I the thing. Something. I would love to know what it would be like. Agnes. You said that you said one of her names. There's one of two options. But <laughs> I would love to approach this show like brand new with no obviously I do research each week um so that we're able to bring that research to the podcast to, you know, break everything down. But I'd like to be able to watch the episode with just as a complete novice, not know, not even like to not know these characters, mm-hmm. not know the stories or the plot lines from the comic books or from other series. I feel like it'd be interesting. I feel like it would be exciting, but knowing myself, I would still, I would still do the research. You know, I, I like mm-hmm. it. The second I knew that there was a game within the show, I would be searching nonstop. Uh, I mean, but, but, even that, I if you were a novice, you know, there are so many things about the characters, and we're going to break down the episode, but there are just some things about these characters that as a novice, and even in the show, people may not know. You know, there's, there's so mm-hmm. much about these characters that are lacking, specifically Agnes. I mean, that's a really big one. Mephisto, we talk about him all the time. Even the Darkhold book, they threw that in there in the last second, if it is the Darkhold books, it looks completely different than the one that was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And again, we're going to go back and talk about all of this. But there are so many things that if you were just watching as a regular Joe or, or Jill, you are missing so much. And are you really getting the same kind of mm-hmm. fun? I don't know. I feel like either way, you're going to have to but do But it's no sequel. worries because... Um, it's okay though, because we're here to help and to break that down and to introduce you to these theories and these topics and these out of left field characters. <laughs> so let's, let's go ahead and break down the episode then. Where, where do we start? So, so we've got a, a nice little, I don't know, did they do the opening segment first to WandaVision or the new, like the office kind of vibes where they showed all the, you know, that would, that came up first, correct? So it's very kitschy, very... Um, the office meets modern family kind of vibes. Very, very cute and kitschy. You know, we're, we've caught up. We've caught up to now where we can enjoy it, I guess. I am curious to see what the next few episodes are going to be. Because what is the new fun? You know, is it Game of Thrones style? I don't know if they had a specific niche of, of filming. Um, but yeah, so we see, you know, a lot of cute little tributes. They did one to Stan Lee. His, his birthday was on the license plate and the opening number. And we just see Wanda kind of having a moment, you know, she's having a her day because she expanded the hex. Oops, a doopsie. Um, and now she's just kind of dwelling motherhood, you know. Mm-hmm. And we have reality glitching. So things are going wrong. That kind of seems to be the... If this were just a regular old, we'll say modern family episode, the conflict of the episode is that everything is glitching. Wanda has no control over anything. Right. Or at least she she does. Uh, It's not like in the prior episodes, like when she tried to get rid of the stork, she's able to convert it back, but it's not like the, it's it's a bandaid. It's a temporary temporary bandaid on the situation, which is interesting because we've already kind of seen that Wanda is having issues controlling but now I feel like my dark hold theory from before is kind of 
coming to fruition. You know, somehow Wanda's powers are being siphoned and she doesn't have the same level of control that she did before, which is exciting. Uh, I, I don't know. But again, you know, the conflicts that are in this episode. <clears throat> yeah, there, there are conflicts in this epi- episode that are not as exciting and thrilling as the prior episodes. I mean, the, the big thing about this episode is Wanda wants a day off. But I'm like, I, you, don't, you don't have time for a day off, Wanda. You got three episodes left. I need you to get your shit together. And I need you to, to make something, make me excited. Darn it. And you know what the real issue for me, I'm so sorry. This has now become like a let's all bash on the WandaVision podcast. My real issue with this is that you've been teasing excellence. You have been teasing this as it's it's a standalone show. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. And it's going to set up the new phase four of Marvel. Huzzah, Excelsior. No, no. You even tease there's going to be a Luke Skywalker level cameo. I swear to God, if Luke Skywalker himself doesn't break another fourth wall, like the fifth wall, I'm not buying it. Period. <laughs> okay. I I have not compared it to Luke Skywalker yet, but now I now that's my expectation that you mention it. Um but yes, yeah, yeah, you kind of just went on like a whole little tangent there and I loved oh. it. Um No, it's okay. That's what we're that's what this is for. But yeah, she she is. She's going crazy. She is kind of a little insane in the membrane right now. We have uh, but she recognizes this. Like she knows she she mm. messed up last episode. Um and that's why she's giving herself a little the the, the this phrase yeah, kind of made me twitch a little bit. There. This quarantine. Yeah, Vision's not there. He's still le- he's still um somewhere out in the field at like the edge of Westview. He wakes up in the middle of a circus. By mm-hmm. the way, we have Darcy who is an escape artist uh working with all the other clowns of yeah. um Sword. Uh now I feel like we're jumping around a little bit, but this is still following the episode. We have, yeah, Wanda wakes up. Absolutely. Things are glitching. We jump to the circus. Darcy finds Vision. And we jump outside of Westview. And uh, Hayward says that they're still going to launch today. I'm assuming that means launching another missile, doing something to break this hex. Um, mm-hmm. We come back the, I, to know, Wanda. I, oh, go ahead. <laughs> No, you're good. It's just, you know, there, there's all the players are kind of scattered right now. And I think that's another thing that made this the, the conflict of my issues with this show is that no one was together. And in fact, leading into the next segment, Wanda wants to push more of the characters away. She just everyone wants to kind of scatter, which hopefully is going to mean that everyone's going to have to come together in the next episode. But, you know, she needs her me time. So not only is she putting up barricades so that Vision can't get back to her, because again, he's out in the middle of nowhere. But she sends Billy and Tommy away to go hang out with Agnes, because Agnes sees Wanda struggling and says, you know, I she mommy needs a, a her day. So she sends the kids away with, with Agatha. And so what are we left with? We're left with uh, nothing, with a boring situation where there is no conflict. And, you know, they have these cute little side cameo things. We never got to see Mr. Fantastic as everyone wanted. Just every, they gave us so much and gave us nothing at the same time. Uh, It's so hard. I'm trying to find like a thrilling way to talk about this episode and I can't because I just feel so left or just so let down. 
Yeah, well, I mean, there were thrilling things that happened. Like all of the confirmations that happened, I think, were in a way thrilling. But it, like I said, it was more of, okay, I can cross that off my checklist now rather than, oh my gosh, that's brand yeah. new. I did not see that coming. Um, I will say even the- one of the big brand new things, sorry, one of the big brand new things was Monica and her powers. That was kind of cool mm-hmm. and her, because on the outside, you know, Monica's trying to get into to the hex to go and, and help not only the citizens, but Wanda herself. And so that little showdown- that they had. I loved that moment. Her little powers coming through and her seeing the electromagnetic waves. So Photon is finally here, I guess we can say kind of. Yeah, I, I wrote down, I wrote birth of Photon in my notes. So yeah, we do see Photon <laughs> slash Spectrum is born. And I think that was the highlight of this episode for me. That was one of the most, I think, badass moments in the episode. In the season two, I would rank it up there. Absolutely. And so after, I mean, that brings us kind of towards like the end of the, well, that was middle of the episode. We have Photon, Birth of Photon. We have that weird Nexus commercial, which we'll get into. Um, Darcy breaks everything down to Vision while he's trying to get to, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you forgot about the Nexus since you're our big commercial person. Because I love the commercials. The commercials are my favorite part. Um, I, yeah, I, I completely forgot about the Nexus commercial. They set it up like it was like a constipation commercial like a illness kind of thing so that was kind of cute um but no I forgot and then yeah and then Darcy's kind of explaining to him that he died and then came back and you know it was this really big thing and I for me that was the realest moment of this entire show is this new-ish vision or or this this memoryless vision kind of coming to terms with his own reality and his own existentialism Mm -hmm. While talking to a, a clowny or a circusy person, a carny. There you go, a carny. Yeah. Um, carny, there you go. It was just kind of sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's kind of. It's we're watching Vision have this kind of like yeah existential crisis, this identity crisis. He really doesn't know who he is, and he's having trouble coming to terms with figuring out what he wants to be. It sounds like. Um, I'm kind of hoping by the end of the season, we're left off with Vision kind of um, like figuring out who he wants to be at least. And then maybe in the future, we'll see more of that. But we'll talk about that later. All right. So we leave off with Monica and Wanda. We have Monica versus Wanda. Monica does her very first superhero landing. Her superhero pose. I was pose. super excited about. Yes. And then that kind of leads into Agatha's house. Mm. Agatha pulls Wanda away from Monica and leads her to her home where Wanda, or not Wanda, where Tommy and Billy are missing. We don't know that yet. We don't know that. It's very, it's very sus. She comes in, you know, like a neighbor. State Farm is there. Her like name is Agatha. Like a good neighbor. Agatha is there. <laughs> Agatha is there. Yeah, she's there. It's very cute. And, you know, you see her very dark home. Um, and it's cute. It's got a nice, you know, dark academia theme to it. Um, you know, the Pinterest women would have gone crazy. It's very cute. But, you know, she sees her little peanut butter sandwiches half eaten or her kids peanut butter sandwiches half eaten and they are nowhere to be found. And so her maternal instinct kicks in. And, you know, she mm-hmm. asks Ag- Agatha, where are the boys? And can you reiterate her response? Because so, I just need to hear it again from a not crazy person. What, what was her response when Wanda said, where are the twins? Oh, they're just playing in the basement. The basement! The what? <laughs> Why are they in your basement? Why? 
that drove me insane. If I were Wanda, I would, the red hands, the hands would be out. Mm -hmm. I, my head would have been tilted. It would have been Wanda all the way. Right. It's like, ma'am, what kind of basement do you have that my children are down there? The red room of pain. Sorry. No, too far. <laughs> Pull it back. Um, <laughs> but yes. So Wanda, we, what? No, I would say it, but we do like, I don't even know what I was going to say. It is the red room of pain, but it's different. Yeah. It's not the same. I know. I get it. I went 50 shades, but you know, she is 50 shades of crazy. But she heads downstairs in this bamboo, not bamboo, this, this twine infested straight out of a Michael's store. You know, the, the flower <laughs> section just all over her walls. Very cute. Um, you know, she looks to the left and of course there's a spell book there just lying out in the open, which by the way, if you are a, a, any Wiccan or witch, don't do that. Don't, don't leave your spells out. That's everything. Bad witch. Um, bad witch. <laughs> But, but they, I feel like it was a setup. I feel like she obviously told her, well, I, again, we'll get more into breaking everything down, but she obviously told her the kids are in the basement to get Wanda to go down there. She wanted it. to advertise her, her cute little spell it. book. <laughs> I, yeah, she's, she's just done with it at this point. Uh, but, you know, the kids are nowhere to found. She goes deeper, and we're seeing more hexagons, more, more just sinisterness. And then Nagatha shows up, or she's always been there. But Agnes comes out, and she's like, hey, look at me. And then we get our own little cute little Munsters theme song, which is great. Yes, it's been Agatha all along. Theme music it's starts Agatha playing. all along. I messed up the end, but you guys get the dress. The gist? Yeah. Yeah. So that was basically the episode, you know, and it ends on that note with her saying that she murderized Sparky. So. Oh yeah. R.I.P. Sparky. R.I.P. I mean, we, we already knew the R.I.P., but like re-R.I.P., you know, like for real. Yeah, like confirm R.I.P. Sparky. <laughs> confirm that's everything like, at this that's point. That's not where the episode technically ends because we do get a post-credit scene okay, for the finally yeah. first we get, time. We get kind of a post, because uh, again, you know, Wanda and Monica had their little Monica. Every time I hear that, I hear the Beyonce, Monica Lewinsky. Uh, but anywho, Monica <laughs> Monica goes and, because they have the little confrontation. And of course, Monica doesn't give up because, you know, she confronts Wanda and is like, you're going to hit me, hit me. And of course, Wanda doesn't. But, you know, she still wants to help her. So she goes around to the basement and who is there but Brother Pietro. I don't know why I said it like that. Pietro. <laughs> Yeah, Pops out of nowhere talking about some snoopers gonna snoop. He snoopers gonna snoop, snoop, and that's it. That's all they gave us for a post credit scene. Someone said to me, at this point, it's no longer like a different Pietro. That snoop was gonna snoop was just Evan Peters. They were like, we saw no one but Evan Peters saying that line, and it's like we've now crossed five dimensions. It's not the fourth wall; it's the sixth wall at this point. Evan Peters is just having fun. Which I agree with at that point. It was a very odd way for him to say it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I want to know, I want to know your theories. Because at this point, we've, everything has been confirmed. Also, I feel like that's the, if I'm ever going to have a t-shirt, it's going to be, so at this point. So, <laughs> so at this point, we know everything. Boom. Nothing can surprise us. And now right, we're, we're basically here for now. a good time. Boom. We are. We are at this point. I'm just going to say it. You ever seen that episode of How I Met Your Mother when they figure out like Robin's um, that's us for us. There's an episode. Don't worry about it. I'm going on a little tangent. There's an episode of How I Met Your Mother where Robin, they find out she says um a lot and they do a drinking game. So all she does is um, 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 um. That's us at this point. So at this point, 
you know, we've all we've got is is speculations and we've got theories. And so I want to hear yours. Yeah. Landmark. So if we oh, should we just like jump right into theory? I want you to dive in. I want you to get yeah, well, in a kiddie pool. My whole thing I now at after at this point, after watching this episode, <laughs> I really do think that this is just setting up. It's well, okay. No, actually, let me read our producer's theory first. Ivan, you mean your theory? This is your theory, right? One hundred percent. You didn't steal this from anyone. No, I, I. This is mine. Um, These are my words exactly. But we, I made, uh, I saved Ivan's theory so that I could read it to Jasmine live to get her reaction to see her thoughts on it. You want my live reaction? Okay, let me let me set myself up mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally chiropractically um okay i'm ready it's not even a great theory like anyway (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding i've been staring at us like shut up he's so excited (laughs) so he said when the hex was created okay wait no first yeah he broke it down he said first of all jingle at the end fire dr strange is the bunny she's working for mephisto she being agatha mailman is sus the Nexus commercial. These are his big highlights, but he what breaks the- it down even further to say when the hex was created, Dr. Strange would be the first to show up since he is the defender of realities and dimensions. Agatha okay. is a powerful witch that has been using dark mag- magic for dark thousands of years. Dark Magatha. <laughs> when Strange showed up, she, of course, was able to beat him since she is. What do you mean, people. of course? The F? I'm not saying this. Sorry, you're, my right, you're right. My bad. You ask for my reactions, I'm giving them to you. <laughs> yes, so then he continues to say, the reason she turned him to a bunny, oh, so he's theorizing that Agatha did, in fact, turn Doctor Strange into bunny, the bunny that she has. Okay. Okay. The reason she turned him to a bunny is to symbolize a prisoner in a cage, and cage, and Strange is her pet. What? No. Can we can so he thinks, not have a bunny? Is that not a thing? She can't just have a... I mean, I guess the bunny <laughs> has been there more than one episode i mean heck Dottie didn't even get that so uh, she got two episodes she got two Dottie is mephisto she's coming back uh I, okay sure i mean i this is a new fun theory it brings a cute little element in there and you know disney loves its caged animals so i i could see how that could possibly be don't give me that face like it's not true are you kidding me <laughs> yes but to say it so plainly I said it's matter-of-factly, because that's we spit facts on this episode and theories. Yeah. Now and we're never going to get sponsored by Disney. Way to go, Jasmine. Is that a goal? No, I, I cursed know. all the last episodes. They're not going to fucking hire me. There's no way. But and Ivan's big theory, I'll say it for him. He thinks in the end of the series, uh, Doctor Strange will find a way to turn back to his true form, and that's how the episode will end. I mean... Ugh. No. You know, I think, no, I think that's, that's, so, that's so creative, Ivan. A plus. Um, no, I, I, I think it's a good theory and I think I it's do. reasonable. It's reasonable for Disney to go that way, especially because it kind of does, it does tie in with everything. And I think it would be interesting to see that that would be the big reveal and how it ties into Multiverse of Madness to see that yeah, Doctor Strange funny. has been here the whole time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, sure. My issue, my only issue with that theory, and it's a very selfish issue, is that that would be the big reveal. Because like, they've been, they've been, Paul and and uh, Elizabeth have been stating so so often that there's a big reveal. It's a Star Wars level level thing. 
Sorry, we're getting side notes from our producer and he says, no, I don't think it will in that voice in a text. Uh, but my issue is I don't want Dr. Strange to be the big reveal because it's not. No, a I don't think. Uh, no, it, it's not going to be. And I know for a fact because the. Well, knock one on of the, some wood. Because God forbid, we don't want Ivan to be right. We'll never live that down. <laughs> of course, no. Can't have that happen. No, but the, one of the producers or creators of the show, I can't remember his name, said that um, <laughs> that aside me. from uh, Evan Peters being one of the like reveals or cast reveals, there's one other person that is still uh, that should still be revealed in the show that we have not seen before that he has been longing to work with forever. Where Ooh. it was, it was a quote from from him. Well, now um, I want to talk about that. Who do we think that? Well, that's not there. We'll get there towards the end. I'm going to wait for that one until the reveal happens because I don't know who that could possibly be. And that, that speculation could be anyone. It could be Meryl Streep for all we know. It's not going to be. But I've, Ivan says John Krasinski, which I would die for. Well, that one's already been confirmed. That's not a surprise. We know that that's going to happen. Monica's been talking about, don't shake your head at me. <laughs> Wait, well, no, we don't know that John Krasinski is confirmed as Reed Richards. We know that the Fantastic Four exist. We know that that's going to happen. That's that's canon. So is the Fantastic Four being in this world when we know that there are X-Men, when we know that that you know, the Fantastic Four movie is happening and we know that Monica keeps saying, I've got to visit something or other. That a space I, engineer. Know, a space engineer. Like, the, the, there's too many breadcrumbs for that to be a surprise. It would just be a... We don't know that it's John Cruz. It's on my bingo board! <laughs> <laughs> we need to actually craft a, a WandaVision bingo for at least the last episode. I, I feel 100% like that'd be fun. agree. I absolutely agree. And I'm going to do that right now as we speak. She's I'm just hitting my keyboard. Nothing is really happening. No, but on like uh, along the same lines as Ivan's theory, I don't think the bunny is uh, is Doctor Strange, but I do think the bunny is someone. You already take Mephisto. a guess, Jasmine. Yes, the, I think the bunny could be Mephisto. It could have been him the whole time. Um, I I was reading more into Agatha Harkness, doing some research, and I yeah, give read me give me all your she, Agatha notes. I am yeah, I am a, she, a wee pubescent who knows nothing about Agatha. Give me all of it. Ah, yes, yes, of course. For all of our listeners who are not familiar with Agatha Harkness, but you know who Agnes is, here is something that I pulled straight out of the Marvel database on fandom.com. Um, I'm going to go through a little spiel, okay? So in the 17th century, and I'm reading this directly off from the website, Harkness settled in the English colony of Salem, Massachusetts. She formed her own coven of witches, hoping to freely practice magic in the new world. In 1692, she formed her own... Oh, I read that. In 1692 <laughs> AD, she and her group were persecuted by Puritans during what became known as the Salem Witch Trials. So in the Marvel Universe, the Salem Witch Trials happened a little differently. Agatha agreed... Um, to kind of walk away from this whole situation. She kind of set up and approved of the Salem Witch Trials happening because she thought it would make her coven of witches stronger. Oh. Um, but after that, she kind of walked away and settled in a new town. I'm so sorry. Called- so she sacrificed her friends for the greater good of witches and then was like, mm, never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, well, I mean, she thought, you know, she thought this was going to build character. She thought this is good for us, for her coven. She thought she was doing something good. Anyway, she settles in this town of New Salem. She becomes the most powerful sorceress in the community and later is deemed the grand dame or leader. Um, so we move fast forward a little bit. That's kind of where that kind of, that's what happened with the Salem witch trials with her coven. 
Um, later, she does have a husband. We don't, we never identify who her husband is. It's yes. unknown. It was not even known whether Harkness was her late husband's last name or if it's her maiden name. Okay. But Agatha and her husband had only one child together, and he is a warlock known as Nicholas Scratch. <gasps> let's let's remember that the bunny's Ooh. name is Scratchy. I don't know if there's any correlation. Nicholas but like Scratch, that's from the, the Sabrina. Are you kidding me? The the adventures has a whole ass other comic book. You, oh, you the know. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, that's that's Sabrina's. I'm, I only know this because I recently watched it during COVID. Like that was one of my COVID shows. First of all, the ending. I can talk about that. He died for her. That's all I'm gonna say. Spoilers. Um, yes, spoilers. So miserable. <laughs> um, but it's happy. But it's happy. But it's so. Anyways, Nicholas Scratch. Keep going. Yes is Agatha's only son. Uh, okay, so let's get, get, get moving. Um, at the end of the 18th century, during the American Revolutionary, Revolutionary War, Harkness joins the Daughters of Liberty, a group of women fighting for justice in the New World. She used her centuries of knowledge to train them in the mystical arts. The Daughters Salem of Liberty seven, is a real thing, though. Yes. Sorry, yeah. sorry, but I didn't know they were witches. Okay, keep going. I mean, yeah, we're Marvel. These are their witches and they're her coven. These are witches that she trained. Salem Seven took over the New Salem community again. They captured Agatha and killed her by burning her at the stake. Later, Agatha resurfaces, avoiding explanations for her return. She claims that Scarlet Witch's children, this is now where it kind of ties into Wanda, mm-hmm. um, were actually fragments of the soul of Mephisto and wiped Wanda's memory of her children rather than fight to free the two from Mephisto when he reabsorbed the two. Mm-hmm. She went on to aid other mystics in a number of crisis situations and trained Wanda further in the use of her powers, claiming that her mutant ability was actually to use chaos magic, yeah. which is what whenever we see that scarlet, that scarlet witch magic that Wanda uses, it's considered chaos magic and helped fully resurrect the Avenger Wonder Man, who Wonder Man is something like Vision's counterpart in the comic books. Very nice. I love all of that. I have more questions because it feels like towards the end, she becomes more of a good guy, but that's not the angle that Marvel has chosen to go with. Hello? Can you hear? <laughs> I'm just yeah, gonna... we hear your puppy. That's okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fine. I like, I appreciate that Agnes is, they're taking a new kind of um, approach with Agnes. I just... I don't know. I, I, I'm a little nervous in, in how uh, everything is going to tie together because that's the big thing is, is I already knew all of this. And I don't mean to say like, I, I knew all this back history. I already knew that, that Agnes was a bad guy who was doing bad things in this town. I already knew that, that Wanda was unaware. I already knew that, you know, she was having marital spouts. I already knew that Monica was trying to save everything the only real fun thing is they brought up the nexus you know that that and the nexus i'm not really familiar about the nexus other than to say that it is either a place it's either a place that can can open up different dimensions or it's an actual person that can traverse to different dimensions so either way i feel like my dormammu theory is is gonna happen but you know i feel like the bingo board that's all i could say i just feel the bingo board yeah there was another theories sorry go ahead another checklist off no my i mean yeah the theory is our theories continue i still think i've obviously this was kind of just a filler episode to reveal and tell us yes you have all been right this whole time agnes is agatha harkness and it was just a way to do this big reveal for her character which they did amazingly with her monsters 
theme song. I thought it was very cute. You know, that and and a fun thing that I kind of knew, but I didn't really talk about was I figured, I'm going to say I figured, that Wanda, or not Wanda, that Agnes was the one who brought Pietrov back. My issue with that, though, is that why, why does Agnes know about this version? You know, at, at no point has it ever been said, and even in the comics, and I've done, I did a little bit of research, but at no point did anyone say that Agnes was able to traverse dimensions. So why that Pietro? Why that face? Why did he know? Why did that Pietro that she created and manifest know about everything that happened with this Pietro? And, and or well, I know that's easily explained because that's the only version that we have, but he also knew about things that happened in his own reality because he was merging them together. So mm-hmm. how is that possible? That's the question that I want to know. Well, I assume if Agatha, who has been around for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, mm-hmm. um, you know, she's lived her life. I'm sure she's been able to gather as much information as she can about people or things that, you know, she wants answers for. Um, so I just assume she had to have met someone or gotten in touch with someone. We maybe don't know who that is yet, who would have given her this information and told her, like, if you want this power, we know, maybe she knew who Scarlet Witch was. She knew who Wanda was wanted her power and in order to do so she got in touch with someone who would know how to reach her for that power knew how to what uh, heartstrings to pull which would be pietro mm-hmm. and maybe they even did their research and figured you know what there are other dimensions let's figure let's find pietro from the other dimension pull him in throw him in there and that's how they manipulate the situation Fair and I then it worked and though, so we also have information coming from Ivan. He's saying Scarlet Witch is also a nexus being and only one nexus being can exist per universe and serves as the anchor point for that particular version of reality. Nexus beings are also uniquely able to alter the flow of time through all universes and thereby can maintain or upset the balance of the multiverse, which sounds exactly Hold like what is happening. Phone. So then what is Dr. Strange? Is Dr. Strange not a nexus being? Because he can do all of that. He can alter time and universes and et cetera, et cetera. Explain that. Explain how are there two in this dimension? Google well, Google that. Isn't he more like the, like he's defending these realities and dimensions? Well, that and he's doing it with the help of, of um, what is it like? His little uh, time thingy. Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 the time uh, Sure, but that wasn't what it said. I mean, all it says is their nexus being it. I mean, Wanda, we could say Wanda's using it from her powers from the, the Mind Stone. I mean, what, what, where's, we're just splitting hairs at this point. It's the nexus beings are just, they're able to alter the flow of time. That's, that's, the, that's the thing. And I also read that a nexus being stays constant throughout every universe. So like there is no alternate version of Wanda. Uh, or maybe I have that fact wrong, but I think that's, no, that's how I, I, mean, I interpreted I, I it. I would understand that. That that would make sense. But are there other, I know, aren't there other versions of, of Doctor Strange? I mean, that was the whole thing. He's like, oh, I've seen so many different versions. Well, maybe it's just the same version of himself. I don't know. You're getting into, we're getting into timelines and, and X-Men did their best, but that shit's confusing. <laughs> you know, I, I am not going to touch that right now because I'll be, that'll be the whole episode. Um, fine. She's a nexus being. I'll give it to you. I just need more information on a sticky note. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) But if we, so let's, let's, let's backtrack a little because we've covered a lot on Agatha, Mm. lots on Agatha and a lot about what Wanda could be potentially. Mm. Um, so if we backtrack, let's talk about Darcy and the circus and vision because we haven't covered much of that. 
Okay. Uh, what are we covering exactly? So uh, no, I, <laughs> I will say I thought it was very cute that she was the escape artist because the last moment that we saw Darcy was when she's in the handcuffs. I was thinking I was going to see her as two broke girl. Whatever. It's fine. You know, she's, she's an escape artist. What did she say? She wanted to work with, with oh, oh, the bearded yeah. lady. Oh, the bearded lady. Yes. She wanted to be a bearded lady with this, with this porcelain per- complexion. Wasn't going to happen. I was like, oh, sweet Darcy. Uh, but I thought that was cute. And I love that vision immediately woke her up. Great. Love that. And, you know, we talked about this earlier, but I love that conversation they had in the car where, mm-hmm she's kind of explaining to him, listen, you know, I'm going to try to sugarcoat this for you and for everyone else who doesn't understand what happened. But yeah, you try to do a really good thing and sacrifice yourself and it worked. Wanda was the one that killed you and that affected her, you know, and, and to watch you come back to life only to die by someone else's hands and ultimately you know, ruin everything that you had tried to do for the greater good, it's debilitating. It it is crippling. And thus, Westview, it makes sense. You know, so now Vision's got this whole struggle of, I get it, but does that make it right? Is my life worth the lives of, of, you know, all of these other people? Yeah. And like you said, it was really, it was both like a heartbreaking conversation on Vision's end to just listen to and see him realize all of these things. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I don't know, I, I would like to see a tiny clip of Darcy breaking down the entire MCU like MCU to Vision. Yeah, yeah. I thought that would have been so cute. It's like oh, the MCU explained in 90 seconds by Darcy. By Darcy. Yeah. And I want, I want like little flashes and clips of everyone's faces and things. I, it would, it would have been great. Next time. Maybe we'll get it in the next episode. Yeah. Um, I was but curious as- though, sorry, um, about, so once the Hex ate all of the sword agents and ate Darcy, mm-hmm. they obviously lost their, or not lost their memory, but they were under the mind control and couldn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's because Vision was already in the Hex, but I was wondering why Wanda oh. would not have manipulated him if he was, she was also, oh, well, now we know it was Agatha, but why yeah. Agatha might not would have not manipulated his mind to have forgotten that that happened and to kind of like reset him how it usually does at the beginning of each decade. I think that was already answered with you can't control me like you do the others. I said that to Wanda. Sure, sure. But Wanda does still have some sort of a grasp on this place. This is so true. we can we can toss that one. That is a very good. I'm with you on that. I'm not saying that what I'm saying is correct because I don't believe it. <laughs> I that is a very genuine question, but I'm just going to write it off to you can't control me like you control the others. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, I know. It was just a thought that I had as I was watching it. Like, why can he remember everything from last night, but no one else can? Right. Maybe he did it to himself. Oh God, brain blast. Who knows? This is true. Um, oh, and well, Monica and Wu. So we already know. I was kind of let down by the um, the reveal of who her aerospace engineer friend was, where I was assuming that's who we were going to meet, but we get uh, what Major Goodner instead, who's a completely new character. I tried Googling if she was existed I in the Marvel Universe. I think she was universe. just a person. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, she was just, I, I, was that the person? I don't know, because she said, my so. guy's waiting for me, and then we get there, and she's like, there they are, so I was I was a little confused, but also let down. I'm, I'm also a little confused and a little let down. Well, you're letting me down here, Marv. I'm just saying, bingo board. That space is still open. 
so yeah, waiting. she tries to put a little Land Rover into the to the. I wish she would have. I wanted her. So are we are we saying that nothing is going to get into the hex now? Is that it's like a, a thicker shield? Is that what's happening? I mean, Monica got into the hex. Monica did get in. But now anyone else who goes in there because it's thicker, that's that's that is the mutation or is just being in the hex the mutation? I'm just writing questions. Well, no, I read so I read someone theorize that because they assume that anyone who goes through the hex or is in the hex is going to receive some type of mutation or powers. And mm-hmm. they think that that is how Monica got the powers. And so they that this person theorized that maybe this means Darcy will then have power since she's in the hex. I did see that. I did see some speculations yeah. on who she might be. So that was Yeah, but of- I don't think that that's how the powers or the mutations happen. I think Monica only developed those because she was directly hit by Wanda in that one episode. Mm. And that's where that mutation happened, not necessarily because she lived in the hex. I I mean, I I don't know, because I have to say them passing through because you you can't argue that or you can I mean it'd be really fun but her passing through that thicker version of the hex had to have done something because only by doing that did she accelerate so there is something mm-hmm. in passing through the hex but yeah I I have to agree I think the longer time that you spend in just in the in-between mm-hmm. stranger things now we're bringing everyone into this the longer that you spend in the in-between between Westview and the real world, that's where the magic is. So I, I think so long as she was cooking, that's better. But everyone else was only there for a few seconds. Yeah. So yeah, I, I could see how they could be a little unharmed. Mm-hmm. But no. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially, yeah, because she was, <laughs> I love how you just termed that. She was yeah. cooking in it. She was cooking. Whereas yeah. everyone else kind of just like swoop, they were just yeah. swooped into it. Just, just quick little dumplings, just boop, boop, in and out. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like for me, that's all I, I, that's all I got. I, I don't really have mm-hmm. anything more to kind of break down in this episode because I, I, I like all the other fans are in a place of thank you. Thank you. You I am satisfied. For, thank you for for telling me that I am correct. Now what? You know, I, I, I love being correct. That's great. But I did all this research. So I need you to make this worth it. And that's where I'm at right now. As, as just a normal everyday consumer, I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but <laughs> as a Marvel fan, as someone who is deeply invested in this and is trying to make t-shirts, I just need a little more. You know? Yeah. You want more to cross off your bingo card. I want to I black out. But I'm letting you no, know right actually, now. I'm not even that. Not I want to. I want to not cross things off my bingo card because I want them to be things I didn't even pr- think to put on my bingo. Okay, card. Jasmine. Okay, you want to be surprised? I get it. <laughs> anyway. Fine. So, so what are your your hopeful? What are, what are you hoping for for the next episodes? All right. Is, well, I'm hoping. Can I just start? No, I'm forth. hoping. I just real quick. I am hoping that they're actually an hour long because someone out there in the internet told us that this one would be. And yeah, I got a cutscene, but still 37 minutes. Sorry, your turn. No, yeah, I was disappointed about that. I was, but I, I was both disappointed but happy because that meant I could fit it into my lunch break. And that is when I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. No, but all right. So moving forward, I really, I want to see Mephisto show up. There was a fly on her curtain. Oh, my which God! We didn't, oh, we didn't, even, we didn't mention that. There was a fly on Agatha's curtain. And the first time Mephisto appears in the comic books, it's as a fly. 
So I think that was a hint. Could have been a hint. Um, it could have been a red herring or it could have just been, you know. I don't I, think we're, honestly, I don't think we're going to see him if we do till the very last episode and it'll be a gateway to Multiverse of Madness. I but I think as of right now, there might be one other big bad other than Agnes because there's no way that they gave us Agnes as it was Agatha all along it was um, Agatha. during episode seven. Like, no, that was, that's a distraction. Something else is coming. I'm 100% certain. That's usually how it happens. From a writing standpoint, that's what you do. You distract and you make it seem like that's it. But we're not this, we're not Disney fans. All right. We're not putting a formulaic expression on us. No, we're Marvel fans. A hundred comics deep right now. I, I'm going to need some, some something. I'm going to need some something. (laughs) Yeah. I'm with you on that. Sure. The fly. To be I still want to see more X-Men. I'm, I don't know. I want to see Magneto by the end of the season. I want to see Dark I would Phoenix, cry. But like a good Dark Phoenix. I want to, you know, that, I, I'm that not would... gonna, I take that back. That's too, that's too muddy. I don't want the Dark Phoenix anymore. I want, I want, yeah, I want Magneto. I want, no, I think I just want Magneto. Because that's, that ties into this. That's the only thing that really ties into this. What am I going to get, Xavier? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I did actually see, but I mean, not now this theory is, is cut off because it's Agatha who is controlling Pietro but I did see this fun little meme of it, it kind of was was speculating that uh not Xavier Professor Xavier was the one kind of controlling everything because he's trying to to get into Wanda especially uh, on the the radio you you hear kind of something that's like Wanda I know what you're doing it's almost mm-hmm. like uh Professor Xavier is trying to get into her mind and help her out of this but of course that's, and, and, you know, he used Pietro to do that, like a conduit, but obviously that's not the thing anymore. I know that, I think that my brother's big theory was that the X-Men were involved more deeply. Also speaking of, I know what you're doing, Wanda. They also had that in the opening credit scene in this episode mm-hmm. with the, like the words, but I mean, we can assume that's Agatha. A part of me is like, well, what if that wasn't Agatha and it's someone else now or whoever oh, the God. other person in control is? Right. I mean, I when I watched the opening, I felt really sad because we see the opening starts after we see that that vision isn't in bed with her. And all it was is Wanda, 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 Wanda vision. And I was like, oh, poor vision, because every other opening opening trailer has always been about the family. It's been about them together and their married life and happy together. That's on an emotional level. That kind of hurt. And that didn't. It definitely hurt me that it was just Wanda, 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 Wanda. So Actually, I'm sorry. This is all clicking as you were saying Wanda, Wanda, Wanda. You know what I am confused about is, and then we'll like tie everything together. But this whole time, yes, we have known that Agnes is Agatha Harkness. We've been theorizing that. But my theory was that Wanda and Agatha were doing this together. Like Wanda was aware of Agnes being Agatha Harkness and having these mystical magical powers and that's how they were doing all this together. I'm just realizing now that no, Agatha just revealed herself as sure. Agatha to Wanda and Wanda had no clue that we don't know that. We we technically don't know whether or not she knew or not because I mean for all we know, the next episode could open and Wanda could be like, oh, what are you doing? No, that's not the agreement. The agreement was you stay as Agnes and you let me live this and you know, we don't know. We don't know. All, all we know is that Agatha came out and said she killed the dog. You know, that she's the <laughs> one that, that's been, you know, making everything awry. The so one I, true fact. The one truth that's the only fact that matters. She killed the damn dog. Very Disney. Um, so what, I don't know. We'll see. 
Yeah, at this point, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But but I appreciate children. you answering the, the question. So is there anything else you're looking forward to? Anything else you want to let? Oh, you know what? You know what we haven't done yet that we should have done a very long time ago? Tina! Tina, what do you got to say? Can you say some really fun words about a commercial? We didn't talk about the commercial during the commercial, but Tina, what do you got? You are listening to a Nerdy Bunch production. You can listen to our podcasts every day of the week, starting with Amalgam, a Marvel and DC podcast hosted by Jasmine Page and Vivian. Horror Whores, hosted by Justine. Co-op Mode, hosted by Ellie and Ivan. Ulu Squadcast, hosted by Cheyenne and Caleb. Torn Talk, a Star Wars podcast hosted by Clarissa and Isabel. Gamers for Life, hosted by Jarrell and Arthur. And finally, the Nerdy Bunch podcast. For more info, visit our website, www.mynerdybunch.com. Tina out. Am I supposed to talk now? Is she done? Cool. Awesome. That was so great. I just, it's definitely not something that we just put in. It's just, you know, Tina, it's crazy how you, you sound the same every time. It's it's beautiful. I, I would have done it differently, but you know, I think that you just nail it every time. Thank you. So anyway, uh, we're getting towards the end now. We kind of did our theories and all that is beautiful and wonderful. Uh, any last words? Anything you're, you're hoping for for episode two and, uh, or episode two, the last two episodes? Just things things not on my bingo card. That's it. The bingo card that we're absolutely making. You can find that on our Instagram that Tina talked to you about. Hopefully that'll be there uh, before the last episode. So yes, Hello. the bingo cards. It will. We've already said it, so now we have to do it. So yes, find the bingo cards. There might even be a prize. Oh, by the way, there is going to be a prize. We do have, right? Are we still doing that? Am I lying right now? This is going to have to be cut. I'm going to let you talk about that because you were the one that, that started last time. Or we might do a prize. Yeah, no, we want to do a giveaway to give back to all, to all of you listeners who have stuck with us since episode one or who joined us a little later. Um, we will have more details coming on that soon. If it does not happen during WandaVision, it'll 100% most likely happen during Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, by the way, Falcon, Winter Soldier. Who else is excited for that? We also may be doing more than one podcast a week just because Marvel and DC is kind of they're throwing a lot at a lot at us right now. So let that also be known. You may have uh, us in your ear two times a week or, or a bunch of times, depending on how many times you watch this episode. Um, (laughs) That's all I got. We'll see. We'll see you next time, guys. Send us your theories too. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say, your thoughts, your questions. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Amalgam podcast. Amalgam is a part of the Nerdy Bunch production. This show is produced by Ivan Gonzalez, Jasmine Page, and Vivian Ferreira. For additional content, please follow us on Instagram at the Amalgam podcast and on TikTok at Amalgam podcast. And if you're feeling extra spicy, you can also visit us at www.mynerdybunch.com forward slash Amalgam. Hope to see you guys there.